Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Got an email from somebody who said, what's going on out there? Positive affirmations to start your show? That's what you want to do? When does the meteor hit this planet? That's not what, we can't do it. We have to. And somebody else said, uh, John, you didn't tell us exactly how old the lady was who said deer in the headlights. Yeah, Brett was right. In the mid-50s, I, I probably... I would guess late 40s, early 50s. If I'm bad at guessing, she could have been higher end of that, more more likely than lower. But deer in the headlights was a real, a real moment of clarity in the idea that that woman's vote counts the same as mine, and that scares me to death. And now Brett, too. Brett's vote counts the same as mine, and he just found out that deer in the headlights didn't exist before headlights did. And what I'm, came first, the deer or the headlights? And I'm not the only one. Uh-huh. Somebody else coughed up to that it, too. That is true. <laughs> yeah, you did get an email that said a guy said, look, I, I'm in the camp with Brett. I, I'd never thought of that being I'm a young I'm just getting for my first class in third grade. <laughs> right? yeah, maybe that was it. <laughs> hey, my dad told me that headlights haven't been around forever. I'm with Brett. <laughs> I got to go. Zoom class with hey, I'll take what Mrs. I can get Fisher. at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah, take whatever. Whatever group you can get. Mrs. Fisher, Fisher. Learn some today. Tell us what you learn. There's this idiot Italian guy on the radio, <laughs> and he's like 70, and he doesn't know that headlights weren't a thing. <laughs> what do you mean, honey? Headlights were invented in the last century, so deer in the headlights is new. I had never thought of that. I'm as dumb as that Italian See? too. See? <laughs> well, I did. I did get an email that was interesting. So you know what? You want to know what's going to stop the athletes from all this boycotting and political stuff is Brett's people. <laughs> it is going to be because you know why eventually and maybe i have to take it back from you on this one that eventually the heavyweight champion is going to be italian again is what i'm saying is that uh, they're just going to be it's, like it's oh. on pace now yeah you got this thing where all of a sudden the nba is all italians because the gambling is run by the mafia so eventually there's no nba we're going to make an nba we don't get your friends together and put on some rockets uniforms you're the houston rockets now and they'll just get rid of in their own way the players and say, "We got a league. Watch this." And it's a bunch of five foot seven inch guys with gold horns around their necks running up and down the court, going, "Oh, foul! Oh!" Rocky Marciano's great grandson is going to be champion, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like my father and my father before him. <laughs> we's great fighters, dropping people like bad habits. It and of just course, took eight steps. I yeah. didn't see anything. <laughs> Mysteriously, many many athletes will just disappear. It'll be weird. And then uh, all of our sports will be Italian and goofy and stuff. It used to be that way. Well, you'd love it. Yeah. But, I mean, back in the – you don't see guys in base, baseball named 
Colignaro and stuff anymore. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Rocky Colavidi. It's not there now. What happened here? They're all Zudo. Yeah, you guys ran Rocky all, Baldelli. The, all the sports you Rocco ran. Rocco Baldelli five yeah. years ago? Rocco Baldelli was the He's last a manager. One. He's a manager now for the Twins, for Christ's sake. He's running things the in Minnesota. only one. <laughs> I know. Odorizzi, Spizzarelli. These are the what, what are we looking at here? The Detroit Tigers is who we're looking at. And it's, yeah, all these Italians took over sport. And, and football was a ton of Italians and Polish people. If you didn't have ski or I at the end of your name. So the Italians are going to take over our sports again if we don't watch it. And we all can admit, we all can admit that integration of race made sports much better. Basketball was not good without black people in it. Look no further than the WNBA. That's a bunch of women playing basketball. That's insane. Just like a bunch of Italians playing without any, uh, you know, diversity. What about is... your boy Rizzo? There's one. You got that, yeah. one. Okay. Right, nice job. <laughs> nice job. You got one. I love Rizzo, too. He would have made it no matter what, though. It's oh, not his. Geez. He didn't have any help. No. Like Mike Piazza. The great story of Mike Piazza is that nobody wanted him out of college. But Lasorda had a friend. You know, look at that. I mean, it's all the time. Lasorda had a friend who was his dad. He's like, look, my son, he's good. Uh, Trust me, just draft him. Would you just draft my boy? And Tommy Lasorda's like, I draft your boy. And then all of a sudden, Mike did. did. Well, right. He did great. In the steroid era, he did fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, you know, there's going to be some, but it's not going to be dominated by Italians unless we're, you know, these boycotts are scary. I don't want an Italian NBA. No. No. Do you know what the Italian NBA looks like? Beautiful. No. I don't want to say it now. Don't think about it. It's concessions. It's fat old lady porn. (laughs) Well. You don't want to think about this. Boxing with Italians again? Those kids are going to be on the the court with those uh, towels a lot. (laughs) The ones that wipe down the floor from all the oil and sweat? Yeah. And nobody fell down in this place. It was like a swimming pool. <laughs> What's going place. on here? I'm sweating goo. Ring. I'm gooing all over the place. Oh, somebody's going to break their ankle. Just a bunch of guys in Chuck Taylors because they're like, I'm not wearing Nikes. That's for those ghetto rats. <laughs> I wear the Chucks like the old-fashioned guys, like my grandpa, NBA superstar, George Petrozelli. <laughs> John, I present to you Guido Vianello. <laughs> 3 and 0, 6 foot 6 inch heavyweight. He's an up and comer. Oh, yeah. people have pushed Guido at Guido! me. Guido! He's all right. Guido Vianello. Well, look, I have to pull back on this now. Because, 3 and 0. Well, because athletes are all saying I'm not going to play anymore, especially uh, African American ones. So, the, look, the Italians are going to make sports happen because that's their lifeblood. Gambling is what they do, it's not gone. The mob's not real. You don't not see real, a rise in Canadians. Yeah. Look, I'll oh, say there might this. be a little no. fallout. No, hockey will, be, hockey will be all right. Yeah. Hockey's going to be all right. But when they say, hey, no more no more basketball, and the Italians are like, what, what are you talking about? No more basketball. And then you got the uh, no more football. You go, whoa, 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 whoa. We already gave you college. This ain't happening too. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got a bunch of 38-year-old guys at Texas A&M. Oh, sit too. I'm Johnny Manziel. You watching the pool championships? Yeah, all of a sudden the scholarships are for 40-year-old dudes. You're like, I always wanted to play for the Eagles anyway. Brett, you'll be upset. Yeah. Live at Ragu Arena. No, <laughs> yeah. no that's not happening. <laughs> We're live at the Ragu Arena. 
the big ragu. <laughs> Along with my friend Tony Romo, I'm Jim Nance, live from the ragu arena in the big sauce bowl. <laughs> the sauce bowl. The That's pond. good. I like Here that. we go, Jim. The pond, iconic place of Joe Lewis yeah. Arena and <laughs> well, the ragu. The ragu. Yeah. The big ragu. And there's pictures of Carmine, Carmine Ragusa yeah, <laughs> from Laverne and Shirley everywhere because nobody knows anymore what's going on except the Italians. It would be so opulent. Too. Yeah. Oh, it would be insane. <laughs> Just the scent of spices. And- hey, how many contractors were on this yeah. job? Well, we had a lot of contractors. We had a lot. We got, we got the, the bid. The sanitation. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, my God, the sanitation. There's guys hanging around. So far under budget, too. It's the fries, Guma of the game. <laughs> yeah. And in the crowd. Tony, it's the third quarter. It's 17 to 10. And all of a sudden, a fat man in a tank top has come out and told the quarterback to give him a shot. <laughs> give me the ball. I want to play for a little bit. You're going to give me this ball or I'm going to f- kill you right here on the field. Uh, the new quarterback for the Cowboys is an unnamed uh, worker from the sidelines in a pair of tan pants and a white <laughs> a wife beater <laughs> shirt. And he is taking snaps for the Cowboys and everyone seems okay with it. Here we go, Jim. This is weird stuff. All the towels on the sidelines and the... Water jug San Pellegrino. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm liking this league. Yeah. Yeah. See? This is a great league. This is what we need yeah. to be afraid of. The Italian people don't see a flaw in this. There isn't many. They still and love Buco, the Columbus San Day. San Pellegrino. <laughs> yeah, they, they still love the Columbus Day Parade, which is a nightmare for everyone else to watch. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. At the end, we're at the end of the uh, Super Bowl. We'll be go- we're going to the San Gennaro Fest and screw <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Where you going? Go to San Gennaro Fest. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to watch my kid run with the bulls. What a beautiful world. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this brings a tear to my eye. No, you just like it because it's heritage. <laughs> Think of the sport and it's <laughs> killing the I sport. I like your idea, though. Have you seen the new tank tops? <laughs> I get one. And the Detroit Lions have changed their uniforms into these kick-ass tanks. <laughs> and a new logo isn't a lion anymore. It's a horn. <laughs> the Italian yeah, horns on awesome. every. The Steelers are like, yes, yeah, too. Our helmets are black and gold with a horn. Ours is blue and gray with a horn. That's the championship. It's no longer a yeah. ring. It's a necklace with the Italian. Of course, horn. when they win, you get an you get an eye rock too. Yeah. You know, I mean, you gotta <laughs> oh have that. Oh my god! <laughs> They're bringing it back. As the MVP of the Super Bowl, I'd like to give you Tony this brand new eye rock Z. Oh my god! It was all worth it. He threw for eighty three yards and a three to nothing victory as this Italian group beat another. <sighs> Seven people world. were murdered at the end. They covered the spread. That's all that matters. So, yeah, I'm afraid of the future without, uh, you know, the sports being my distraction. I want it to be the best it can possibly be. And we saw in the 50s when we segregated people and divided by race what sports looked like. And it looked a lot like Brett. An oh. awful lot like Brett. <laughs> and we can all admit that sports weren't as good as they are today because you don't, you can't have a bunch of Bretts running around. Brett, you'd be a center on the NBA basketball team of Italian. Yeah, that's true. 6'3", man. <laughs> Throw me the ball. No. We're not yet. Throw me the goddamn ball. (laughs) Is that a switchblade? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. And it ain't going (laughs) to pop the ball because we need the ball. We can replace your ass. Throw me the ball. Give him the ball. I'm leaving. All right, Tony, in an unexpected move, the football game's ended two minutes into the second quarter because they're they're literally leaving. We're leaving. This is stupid. John, with only 24 letters, they're going to run out of letters for the back of their uniform names. <laughs> what is on the back of that guy's jersey, Jim? I think it's a schwa, Tony. I think they ran out of letters. I don't know what that is. It's covered in sauce anyway. Oh, don't you make fun of my mom that does great laundry. That came after. 
Think about that. Sports were dominated by these people. We can't have that again. God forbid the ladies start thinking we're going to watch them. Ugh. <laughs> Worse. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I think the NBA is going to step away, and I think that is the time that I'm going to call for action. I have to do it. We have to make everybody happy in this department so Italians don't take over sports like they did for 40 years. Beautiful thing. I mean, think about this. In our country, from like 1920 to 1970, roughly, uh, boxing and horse racing were the number one money-making sports in America. They were the one-two in all of like our pastimes. That was Everybody says baseball is America's pastime. It didn't start then. It probably started bleeding in about the 50s and 60s to becoming that. And then, boom, it took off when TV grabbed hold of baseball and everybody could finally go to these games. But horse racing and boxing. That's nuts. And you know who was doing that. What a world it was. <laughs> yeah, it was a better place for the Vikings. <laughs> I fear that world. I don't want that. What I do like, though, because I am in it for the entertainment, was a good dig. And I don't, I'm not political in ways that if somebody gets a good dig that I, I don't tip my cap. And occasionally, uh, you know, the guy you like gets a good dig in and the guy you don't like gets a good dig in. There has never been a more politically sound sons of presidential candidate dig that I saw when Donald Trump Jr. gave his RNC speech the other night. He was sweating profusely, and his girlfriend is still yelling. Kimberly Guilfoyle was just shouting at the top of her lungs. And she's a very pretty lady, but nobody needs to see anybody shouting like that and still like, what is going on with her? She's insane. So it's funny. Yeah, Don- yet yeah. to come! I mean, you didn't need a microphone. She was Alexis Breyer through that whole thing. She was going bananas. So uh, Donald Trump Jr. goes up there. He starts sweating like crazy. And then on Twitter, everybody's like, he's on coke. Like, nobody sweats like this. Nobody can possibly sweat like this. And in pure Trump Jr. fashion, he doesn't go after his opponent, the Democratic Party, and supporting his father. He took it to the next level. It's like kingdoms. He said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not on coke. That's crazy. No, 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 no. You're confusing me with Hunter Biden. (laughs) And I sat back and said, that is a level of my dad can beat up your dad, but I'm going to kick your ass that I haven't seen in adulthood. As a 48-year-old man, I've never once said our dads hate each other. We should fight too. And he just said Hunter Biden's a cokehead on TV. And it was, I, I said to myself, if we're playing the dozens, if we're on Yo Mama, he just won. That's a round you can't come back from. Now, granted, Hunter Biden had his back turned and you know got sucker punched on this one. He's like, wait a minute, what? Why is he coming after? I mean, is, is Hunter Biden a coke guy? Has that happened? I don't know that. But now uh, I think he is because the shot was so sound. I'm going to run with it. He liked to party. Is that true? Do you know that? Yeah. You- well, they were talking about that when he was having you know his time as uh, in China and working for that company. He basically was on the payroll. But there was, where's the cocaine part? Uh, I guess he, you know, I've he, never heard he, had to, 
he might have gone through rehab or something. Like wow, that. I don't know anything about that. Can we know. skip the vice president debates and just go right to the the president's son debates? Yeah. That would yeah. be great because oh, they got nothing to lose. Oh. Like, yeah, and and uh, like the Hatfields and McCoys, we just let the families fight. Oh, it'd be great because yeah, they're they're even up. If you look at it from again from a boxing standpoint, seventy seven and seventy six years old. Uh, Trump's probably got them in the weight department, but they're probably both over two twenty. So it's heavyweight. So it's has a super heavyweight. You can get into that. Uh, and then the families can fight in the background. And then we'll determine our president by watching two 77-year-old men battle it out right there, beating the tar out of each other. And we'll recognize, wow, this was pathetic. Old men fighting is sad and, and strange and slow. Wouldn't take long. No. No, it would not take long. <laughs> but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see one of them wrapping the tie around the other guy. You're going to die today, Joe. And just It's on TV, and I'm like, this is a good debate. It's a pretty good debate. But Hunter and Don Jr., I'm watching that. I don't know. Melania and Jill, I'm watching that. Watching Melania, that's come on. Melania would come. Melania would come out. It would be the WWE. She'd come out in the bikini, and just to make Jill feel inferior as a woman, like all the insecurities. But that would fire Jill up. That she's always wanted to beat her up anyway because she thinks she's so hot, and she used some sort of. I don't know Lithuanian jujitsu or whatever she's got going on. (laughs) I don't know what she's. I don't know where she's from, but it's pretty great. Yeah, I'd rather watch all that than any of this talk. Tired of the talking, man. Tired of it. Another guy emails and says, I didn't even think about the deer in the headlights thing until this morning either. See? How do you guys not think of that? Some people are honest. That's nice. Thank you. (laughs) How do you not think of that as part of it? It's just something you don't think about. It's just, it's it's such as, you've heard it pretty much all of your life. So you're just kind of like, eh, it's always been around. So wait a minute, That's kind of what you're going with. Brett, this morning... Was literally the deer in headlights <laughs> about, about that conversation. Yeah, about deer in the he headlights. deserves the chair permanently now. <laughs> Put headlights on the chair. He's got it. Yeah, I think the chair is owned by Brett at this moment. <laughs> After the I didn't realize headlights weren't always a thing. Just call him the Italian in headlights. I'll make t-shirts yeah. now. How do you think the deer? I like that idea. How do you think the deer felt? Like in the forties, we're like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> These are new." My woods now. They're still have, trying yeah. to get over it. And then they go back to the other deer and go, hey, have you guys been up by where we used to hang out? Like the ground is all hard and black now. Really? Yeah, you got to come check this out. And then every once in a while, like God shows up and you, I just stare at him until he smashed Jeff. Jeff's dead. <laughs> come on, just Bambi. Let's yeah, go. I didn't even know. Yeah, come on, Bambi. You, you can't stand around here anymore. These two sons like two, come at you? Two yeah. little moves. Yeah. It's like two, two little st- st- sky things are like downright even with you. And you're like, are you. Like every deer, all of a sudden is, the middle of them, yeah, just yeah, and wipes then, you out. I mean, just crushes you. But you're looking like, what the f- is this coming at me? Don't look at them. Yeah, you can't help it, man. Follow the light. God, is that? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're flying through the air like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, the deer are getting used to it. That's still new to them. Each generation has to get more and more used to it. We're actually teaching them crosswalks and stuff in a lot of areas. That thing, and well, I'm still baffled, crosswalks. but the one-up in Payson is unbelievable. And apparently, it's used. Have you seen the video unreal. on it? Yeah. They find it, and they it's use incredible. it. It's and incredible. And they warn. Like, there's a warning system. Yep. Lights go off as you're driving, going, oh, we got one Which close. Which is weird at 10 o'clock at night when you're coming back down, yeah. and all of a sudden that goes off. And the fences just kind of guide them if you're going to go this way. And they could pop over those fences like nobody's business. They're kind of looking at it like, yeah, this might be to protect us from those two orbs. Right. <laughs> 
How great is that, that the, the, the government cares more about the deer and pacing than those hillbillies? I mean, their crosswalks for the deer is, well, is better than the hillbillies. hillbillies. That is true. They should uh, put some fencing around pacing to, to corral John Vela's family to the proper crosswalks before they just start running around on the beeline. It's for them as well. Yeah. The lights well, that, yeah. go off so they One time cross. the lights did go off and I went and I'm like, oh, there's an elk in the crossing. This will be neat. And it was the Vela family. They were just walking across the street. <laughs> hey, we got a little screwed up in the woods, and then we get run over. So we're following the rules. So yeah, Johnny Vella was just popping right across the road. Payson's a strange place. So deer in the headlights—it's a real thing, Brett. <laughs> Not the only one. It's a very real thing. You are kind of the no, only no, one. no. There's I been still others. Still don't here. like that. Other people. Oh, here's there. a here's an article. Hunter Biden spoke candidly about his struggles with alcohol and drug addiction. Oh, okay, and complications with women. Well, well, he married his brother's. Right. Uh, Wife. Oh, that's right. He the, did? His brother passed, he away. passed away. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they married about a year later. Wow. That's really not a, a bad year later. No. Yeah. It's pretty quick. So you were laying the groundwork at some point. Eh, I'm with Toledo on this one. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I think that that can be like an emotional charge. Like you get real close after the brother died. You already knew each other. Yeah. Maybe. And so maybe there was a lot of like connection that came from the death of the brother. Nah, it seems a he little was servicing quick. ahead of time. All right. It does. <laughs> he was. Look, I'm not going to deny that it does seem like you can't get through that in a year and then get married. But I want to know like how you first approach sticking that. Right. So um, you want to go grab some dinner? I know you're going through a lot. Yeah, I really have fun with her. I think I'm getting a little boned up for this. <laughs> I'm going to try to temper that. And then like five months in, it's like I'm going to do it. And then you go where your brother used to go. In his honor, kind of. And she can't help but compare it. Like, who was bigger? Who was better? She's going to have... That's running through her mind. Like, oh, I like when he did this better than his brother. Then you feel guilty because the brother's not... Oh, it's terrible. Well, I I feel guilty because maybe I shouldn't have wasted all those early years. Should have gotten with him first. Or that. Or, yeah. Or the sounds are like, wow, they both make that noise. It's hereditary. You have the same curvature. It's DNA. Yeah, you curve down too. Your brother was. You remind me so much of him. Your balls are like one's on top of the other one, just like your brother. I couldn't do it. I find it very strange. But yeah, struggles with complications with women is. I don't know what that means. She's not even that good looking. All right, she's not. Come on, (laughs) she's been through. Could have done better than that. (laughs) Wow. What? What are his complications with women? What man can't they say that? They didn't say the article. It yeah. was just it was just something in the New York. That's now a mental disorder. I've, I'm suffering from complications with women. Yeah, we've all got it then. Right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's a strange one. Anyway, it's still the best. Uh, it's the best blow blow <laughs> I've seen in a long time. Oh no 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 no! You're confusing me with that Hunter Biden when you mentioned cocaine. I'm like, wow. The complications are he's laying pipe to his brother's ex yeah. or wi- widow. Come on. He's got a kid with a stripper, also evidently. That's, yeah, I'm getting that a lot was, of emails uh, of people saying was that, denying that for years, and that he's got a stripper child. You don't want that. That's that's not complications with women. No, I'm sure the transition from you know going to his brother's wife, the party boy to the brother's wife. Maybe saved his, his wife at the time didn't like that. He, I don't know if he was married at the time. I don't know what left it her. Is. Yeah. Uh, William tech, uh, just that, messaged. That gets complicated. Yeah, no, a little bit. William just messaged him. Biden's son Hunter discharged from Navy Reserve after yeah. failing coke test. Oh, okay, so, so that's where it came so from. So Donald is like pulling no punches and saying, even if he's recovered, he's still going to bring it up. <laughs> you confused me for Hunter Biden. I'm telling you what, in the world of taking swings at people verbally, 
you got to admire that. You don't have to like the man. You don't have to stand by his politics. But if it's a dozens game, that's it. If it's Jeff Ross's, you know, comedy roast, that's the best one of the night. A big win for Don Jr. in an election that I'm not voting for either Don or Hunter. But, man, now I want to see if Hunter responds. It's not good. Oh, he don't want to say anything. You don't think so? Why no. not? Just because you start like, like a lot of people would have no idea. Like if you want to bring that up, okay, See, now, was, now that all, all that other sure. oh, yeah. But if I was out. Hunter Biden, I'd just embrace it and say, yeah, you're right. I had a cocaine problem, and I still never sweat quite like you did the other day. I don't think you're on cocaine. I think you're on something else. And yes, that's my kid. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. I, yeah. And, the, yeah I had, and so what? He has to yeah. fess up to it. But I would, I'd say I think you're freebasing. I think it's more than cocaine. Nobody sweats like that. You're on meth. And his girlfriend's crazy. That house is loud. Super loud. But it was fun to watch. I did enjoy that. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Brett? All right. This morning we got uh, ACDC, Whole Lotta Rosie, Hate Breed, Destroy Everything, uh, Kill Switch Engage, Hate by Design, that new Corey Taylor song, BLS, Bored to Tears, uh, Seven <laughs> Dust, Enemy, Megadeth Reckoning Day sounds uh, kind of appropriate you know what? for I think everything that's going what we'll on. Give, give Dave his due. Yeah. Give a little Mustang action to you. His Reckoning Day will be the thing. I think that'll work. Some people are emailing saying, I'd rather see an Italian heavyweight champion yeah, fight another see? Italian. Like, Come on. It's all racially based. Everything is. You, and that's the <laughs> funny thing. You know what's weird about that is that we all say that, you know, race. I go to a lot of boxing events and you go to the, like, uh, it is the most tribal by race thing I've ever been to. Um, you go to a boxing event, the Mexican fighter is going to have most of Mexico show up for him simply because he's Mexican. And we're all trying to, like, avoid that whole thing. But he's Mexican, so you're behind him. The black guy's got the black crowd. The U.K. The, well, the U.K. is insane. And you, you show up from the U.K., and they, they bring thousands of people to Vegas. Tyson Fury had an amazing showing, and it was crazy. But then you're, like, you're cheering for— What about like, the Filipino? Filipinos are good, but they confused them for Mexicans. It's weird. Like, the Mexicans <laughs> supported Filipinos, but unless they're fighting a Mexican. But Puerto Ricans, and it's all race-based. The whole sport, boxing is the most race-based thing I've ever seen as a fan. Like, I like him because he's black. Like, people just say it. Like, I'm rooting for the black guy. And that's okay, though, in those sports. Right, that's you know. it. Like, yeah, it's strange. Mm-hmm. Like, the tribalism is weird. And Mexico shows up, and they fight on Mexican Independence Day and Cinco de Mayo. They always have, like, a Mexican fighter. Canelo's going to fight on both those days, take over. That Floyd used to beat up a Latino fighter every uh, – 5th of May, and every Mexican Independence Day in September, he had two fights a year, and they were always on that, and he tried to choose a, a Mexican or a Latino because he could beat them up in front of their own people. And it was weird because when you'd go out of that arena, I'll never forget the Ortiz fight with uh, Mayweather that ended in a headbutt. And then May, and I don't know, for whatever reason, Ortiz started to hug him and kiss him, and then Mayweather just finished him and had every, every right to. I was actually rooting for Mayweather in that fight because it meant that there was going to be a better fight coming up. I didn't want that to get screwed up. And uh, at the end, the Mexicans and the blacks that were leaving MGM, it was a race war. You cheated us. And then, you know, oh, yeah, you, you feel cheated. And it, it became all about the black guy versus the Mexican guy and what that represented. It got But scary. they worked it out. They worked it out. Nothing happened. I ran from it. There were fights, but I, I ran from it. It was, that was, it was racially based across the board. And you'd never, you'd never see that in football. No. You never see people leaving and going, you know. You know, I don't root for this team because the quarterback's black. I have to root for a white quarterback. So you switch. It's only boxing. It's really weird. And it happens at every fight. Ortiz and, and Mayweather stood out. 
but Fury and Wilder was English people versus uh, black British white people versus black people, and it was I a ran strange from, uh, vibe. One, but it was different. It was uh, back in the day when they'd have those rage in the cage, yeah. and it was the last fight of the night, heavyweight, and you've got the uh, motorcycle guy from uh, I don't know what group he's representing, but definitely uh, white and not a fan of other races. You kind of got that vibe. <laughs> and then here's this big guy, the L.A. Tiger, giant black guy. Well, all of a sudden it it's racial. It yeah. doesn't even finish the war. The cage breaks down. Oh, we go out to the back of the <laughs> – Where were you? In a backyard fight? No, it was, it was at the Celebrity Theater. Holy Moses. I used to go to these backyard brawls every once in a while. <laughs> like, kind of like, hey, I got a table out there. It was great <laughs> yeah, up until that eruption. Yeah, until the yeah. race riot. Most people yeah. say that about their night. Everything was great until the race riot. <laughs> then psh, that went pear shaped. Yeah, so it's pretty. It's a yeah. It's a, it's a strange thing. So the Italians have you guys started that too. At the end of the day, we're still making our money. Yeah, you guys. You guys decided <laughs> we why win. are we getting beat up all the time? Let them do it, and we'll just make all the money. Because that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know what the uh, like the whole race thing is going to be annoying for a long time, and that sounds like diminishing it. But it's you know we never solved the problem; we just kind of glossed over it. That's I don't believe it's anybody's fault. We all just kind of acted like we could fix it with paperwork. You got to fix it with people's somebody brains. Somebody just texted in and said, "Boxing is not race based; it's country based, like the Olympics." It is country based, but I'm telling you, when it's when it's uh, it is race based. When it's the same country. Like if you've got a white guy and a black guy from – I've been to a bunch of them, and they're from the United States or the same place. It's based it's on separated. the race. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is it is very country-based. That's true. But when it's white and black and, the, and they're from the same spot, man, it's weird. It is. And even Russians. Like I've been to a fight with Russians, and they show up. They – I mean – Lomachenko was it was crazy. I'm like, where? How do you? And all I think to my in my head is, I thought everyone in Russia was really really poor. And where how you are you coming those, to Vegas? And where do you find to, those furs? Yeah, and, and everyone and like there's like just and talking about a mafia, like the money that was floating around there. I'm like, wow, I've just got a, a bad opinion of what's going on with with where he's from. I mean, look at Ivan Drago for God's sakes. I, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, we had to know then. <laughs> and who did he lose to in the end? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, my buddy Winston just texted you, man, boxing is absolutely race-based. And sometimes that's okay. Like, you're like, hey, I resonate with that guy. He looks more like me, and I don't see a problem with it. But, yeah, it's a race-based thing. And when you go to those fights, it can get weird. It can get real weird. And as the white guy at a fight with Floyd Mayweather and, uh, and uh, Victor Ortiz, that got to the point where it was like, we need to get out of here because I don't know. This is going to be a fight, and we're not in it. Do we're, they have the white guy section at those fights too? Yes, like, yes. <laughs> away from everybody. Well, else? Unfortunately, <laughs> people hate this. That's called the front row. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we it's an easy exit. I think that's why we spend all the money on it. But yeah, no, I, I felt weird because there's only one way in and out of the MGM uh, Garden. Like, there, there's one way in and one way out, and then they cattle herd you in, and it was tense, man. That might be the most tense crowd I've ever been in, ever. It felt like a war was about to break out, and we just hauled ass back to the hotel. We didn't even stop for – we had a a car we could have gotten. No, get out the door and go, and Megan in heels can outrun me. I didn't know that. She's flying up the strip. I'm like, yeah, just keep – I'm good. I'm right behind. I'm protecting your back. I'm protecting your back. Jesus, she's fast. She was flying. So, 
Not that it's a good thing, but they're, you know, and acknowledging she put it. You over your, her shoulder. Yeah, she carried. Fireman carried me up the stairs. I don't know why we didn't take the elevator, but fifty third floor. This girl is strong. Power girl. I remember one little thing at that fight is we had the table, so there's only ten VIP tables right there, and one of them was a biker table, and the guy was massive in the vest, and uh, he's crop dusting. He's and one farting. of my buddies was like, "Unbelievable!" Then the my buddy says to me, "Hey." Will you tell the guy I'll pay him 500 bucks to crap his pants? <laughs> just get it done with. Yeah, just do it. Finish yeah. it. Wasn't his name Soft Shell yeah, or something? Right. Yeah, I love that name. Hey, Soft Shell. I'll give you a half a thousand to drop a load right now because you're doing it anyway. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> it's out of control now. Yes, K-U-P-D.